This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. And that's the ball game. The Raptors get the win. 104-98 is the final. Toronto defeats Chicago. The Raptors creep one game closer to the waterline. Yes, a 31-32 Raptors win. As Jonesy said, 104-98. Welcome back to Raptors Game Night Live from Scotiabank Arena, the post-game show. Jim Taddy, Warren Ward, and Paul Jones with you. Jonesy, that was a grinder, wasn't it? Jimmy, I'll say this. Ask that guy beside you, Warren Ward. Those are the games you love to be in. Warren, am I lying? You love no, those. Yeah, those those games, where, man. where, where a, a bucket at the end is like a goal in soccer or a goal in hockey. Like you get one and you go back to the other end and you dig in and you look at every guy on your team and say, "Hey, if your man scores, you're paying for it." Like, no, let's let's go. And I just thought it was that's the kind of game it was, Jim. Like you know, Javon commented on it, kind of an old-fashioned grind it out special and you know i gotta tell you i like those games i'm sorry i'm a purist i i know that you know sacramento and the clippers 176 175 and double overtime is entertaining but so is this 104 98 every possession valued you know a bucket is huge a four or five point lead is like a 10 point lead at times I, i i this is the kind of stuff that i grew up on in the in the late 70s 80s and 90s so i'm okay with it i'm totally okay with it and the raptors were tonight too man they made some big plays going down the stretch i thought scotty barnes's defense was terrific coming home second man off the floor warren first guy has the ball engaged second man off the floor doing a terrific job with the blocks and you you touched on it i think most importantly when games are like this this is this is a, a playoff type game and um we're going to see more of this coming down the stretch. But you see in closer games, every possession matters. And this is why pros are pros, because the margin for error is so high in a game like this. And you have to be smart enough, intelligent enough to know the details of the game. And that's when, you know, in order to win a game like this, you, you need to be on your P's and Q's. You, you need to know the scouting report and the details of the game. And, and we saw the Raptors execute that tonight. We saw them know the details and know how to grind out another game, know where to be, um, especially defensively. I thought they did a tremendous job down the stretch. They, they held DeRozan and Zach Levine to 17 and 13 points. In that, and only five, only 11 attempts for you know DeMar DeRozan and only 12 for Levine. So two guys that average... Well above 20 points a game, you know, coming in here and having not subpar performances, but just being held defensively by great defense, great team yeah. defense. Uh, Warren, you make a great point. This this old-fashioned kind of game is one that when the other team has the ball, like it, it, a score is so valuable, it makes a stop even more valuable. And, and you've got to dig in. You've got to be there defensively. You know, I, 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 I called it on the broadcast. There was one point where the Raptors scored and they went up and Fred turned around as Chicago was bringing the ball up the floor. He turned his back to the ball handler looking at the hoop that they were defending and looked at every one of his guys and clapped his hands and said, now, come on, guys, let's go. Let's go. We need to stop. And, Warren, it reminds me of, you know, you, you play those games in practice where the loser runs and the winner, yeah. you, you have to get a stop <laughs> to win the game, right? That's you got to right. get us. And, and it's it's like hand-to-hand combat. Guys are tough. They're digging in. They're, and that's what I saw from Toronto tonight. I saw that, that 
that grittiness that they yeah. have been known for that we hadn't seen consistently all year, we saw it at the end of this game. You got to be able to win ugly. Yeah. Coach always used to tell me that. You got to if you can win ugly, you'll you'll enjoy it when it's pretty. And and today was another example of a of an ugly grinded out win. There's nothing here that's pretty. Toronto had 23 more shot attempts. They shot the ball poorly from the field and three and still found a way to win. Yeah, uh, terrific 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 win. And listen, it's about it's about now stringing them together, Warren and Jim. They they've done a good job. You know what's that? Eight of the last eleven now. Uh, you got to keep stringing them together. You you got to keep. You know you can't lose ground. Your your margin for error is short. It's it's small now. So you got to keep stringing them together. Two huge games coming up Thursday and Saturday in Washington. Yeah, I mean there's just some numbers here that jump off the page. So Chicago has the best defense since January first in the entire league. They turned the ball over 20 times tonight for 21 points. But I want to ask you, you talked to Gary Trent Jr., 19 points off the bench. And, and this is a, uh, you know, the bench is reconfiguring itself. I meant, uh, I, I remember listening to you talking during the course of the game, Jonesy Achua having to sort of redefine his role on the team. And, you know, that's what's going on here, but they're finding a way. Yeah, they are. Um, and listen, uh, you got to be happy with wh- whatever your role is. When coach calls on you, you, you cannot be – uh, you know, you you cannot be sour or get in there, help your team. And this is this is when you play for your team. Uh, your role has changed. You may not get as many minutes, but when your number's called, get out there and do your thing. Just to add to that, I think looking at the numbers, and I know stats don't always equate to that, but this team as a in, as a whole had 19 offensive rebounds, which has been a strong point to them. And, and yeah. the Bulls are one of the best defensive rebounding teams in the league. They're top 10 in that category. And then on the other end of that, they turned them over, like you said, 20 times. So those two things are a recipe for winning. It doesn't really reflect in terms of the score, 34 points in the last quarter. In terms of roles, your, your, your role will increase or diminish by the opportunity that you get. And we saw, for example, tonight, it wasn't Precious's night. No, you gotta you gotta sit on the bench. You gotta you gotta cheer for your teammates and know yep. Yep. I got another game to play. That's, wave, I, wave I have. Your, I hear you, Warren. Wave your towel. There you go. It's it's not my turn tonight. It's not my turn exactly. Yeah. And and the Raptors now because of the depth because they're because they can go nine or ten strong every night. They're gonna have that. Some guys are gonna play well. Freddie might not have a game. He may have a game like he had today offensively. It may not be Pascal. It may be OG. But someone won't play well. In terms of scoring wise, and, and you know, so you're going to have to find someone else to do that. And now Nick Nurse has the luxury. The first time in the season with 20 games to go, right. he has the luxury of saying, okay, this may not be your night tonight. Cool. Sit down, cheer on, next guy up. I hear you, Warren. And, and, and listen, that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're the Raptors, you're trying to peak right now. This is the time that you're, you're trying to put it together. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes. Not who you play, but when you play them. And it's right. about peaking at the right time. We'll let you go after this one, Jones. Your, your take on uh, the four minutes that uh, Mr. Barton contributed tonight. And, and when you watch him out there, uh, Warren was happy with him. I, I think that uh, you could project uh, a pretty good run here. Yeah, he was he was cautious, uh, wanted to fit in, not make mistakes. He'll find his opportunities in this kind of free-flowing offense by the Raptors. I think he's going to be, um, I think he's going to be good for them. Uh, you know, first touch tonight. Nick gives him a chance. Uh, I, I, I like the potential that Will Will Barton can give you off the bench. 
Jonesy, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Pleasure, guys. Paul Jones, ladies and gentlemen. And so uh, the final score, 104-98 for the Raptors over the Bulls. Um, this was, uh, I mean, it, it didn't draw you in in terms of the uh, the, the expertise or the uh, you know the stylish plays tonight, but but the the grunt work. I mean, it was so it hard, is. a very hard game, wasn't hard it? Hard fought, hard fought win against a good team, and the Bulls. You know, like I said, they've they've had their own struggles, but we can see at least it's not going to be easy, and it wasn't easy for either team tonight. You know, the offensively. Both teams kind of kind of struggled. It was this is like an old school '90s game where no one's really shooting that many threes, and we saw today the Raptors just didn't make as many. And I know they had a lot more shot attempts than Chicago, but this was just really an old school, grinded out kind of game. And um, the Raptors came out on top because they could execute down the stretch. And that's th- I, I think for a guy like Nick Nurse or or anyone else on the coaching staff, these are the wins that you're going to pres- that that you're going to appreciate more because they were just so much more difficult. Yeah, I, I call it a battle of attrition. Does that work? Yeah, I would say. <laughs> that's, what, that's why you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> Back to money again, okay? <laughs> 104.98, the final score. This is Raptors Game Night, the postgame show on TSN 1050. Raptors Game Night, the postgame show, 104.98. The Raptors prevail in a battle of attrition over the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Ah, there's some great stuff here. So the Raptors go to 31 and 32 on the season, 20 and 13 at home, and just as importantly, uh, Chicago drops to 28 and 34 as we get into that the battle for the play-in. And of course, the Raptors are looking up, but you have to be aware of what's behind you. Uh, so when we look at the box score, I mean, clearly it was a nine-man rotation. Uh, Barton got in for four minutes uh, in the first half, and so as you know, as he progresses, this could be a ten-man rotation. And I, I think that's the best news of all time of all season. That's right. That they have that depth finally. And you know, I, I know we said it before, but it's not so much about how fast you can click it's more so when right and and now we're towards the end of the season and uh the raptors have a full depth chart and 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 a lot of bodies that are available and healthy and we're and we're seeing uh even in you know grind out games we're seeing multiple guys contribute so when will barton kind of gets you know acclimated and comfortable i expect there to be an you know even further push we're only uh half game back of atlanta now for that eighth spot and um, three and a half away from Miami. So Miami's also made some roster changes, and I think um, with all of that, we just got to hope that, you know, we can stay in the uh, optimism van and uh, <laughs> and have, uh, you know, Miami or Brooklyn or New York kind of drop off and Toronto keep climbing in the right direction. That's the van with the windows down. That is that. That's <laughs> the one. Yeah, yeah. With the breeze getting in that's there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jo- Josh is in the Uber. He'll, he'll meet us there. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and you know, you could look at this, and, and you add Pirtle, and, and then uh, uh, Barton, and, and it's it's that nice ad that supports everybody that's there, but it's also uh, some of the guys being healthy as well. So you got a full complement, and and it's just crazy that you know with 20 games to go, it finally happens. I, and that's that's it. I mean, it, with 20 games to go, we're finally looking like. Uh, a full roster and we're finally looking like a team that has has options you know i mean when 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 as a coach if 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 you're playing guys and you know you're going to play the guys that you trust yeah that's that's first and foremost so when when coach nick nurse was playing a, a, a much shorter lineup it's because he he feels as though like listen like if i take these guys out the game i'm not gonna you know we're not gonna have a chance 
to actually win. And I need to find time to rest them. Yeah, like, you know, no one can play, you know, a full 48-minute game. We got to find time. But within within that rest time, teams are making runs. So he couldn't afford that. Right. Now you can sub in and out, you know, you know, different guys in and out of the lineup and still maintain, if not maybe go on your own run. And that's most important. That's that's a real luxury in basketball because you you – you're, you know, your starting five is the guys that you, you know, you rock with. You trust those guys to make good decisions. And then if you have a bench that can come in and have no, you know, no let up, that's a luxury. Well, it's going to be a, a real bad feeling that when you're buying rest time for your starters, the replacements go in and, and you know, ten points goes off the board for the other team. But that's what that's what usually happens in, in any league. I mean, yeah. you know, you. That's why you see sometimes when you have a, you know, a twenty point lead in a game. And teams make a run. Well, well, you know what happens. You know you're up twenty or you know I mean twenty five points in a game. Your coach now does the smart thing: sub those guys out, bring other guys in. Their starters still remain. That team goes on a run. Yeah. So if the Raptors now have a, a team that's full of potential starters, guys that can maintain and if not improve the situation on the team, now you have a real, like I said, a real luxury and a championship type. You know, type team adding Barton and Pirtle tells me. You know, I mean, like I said, Masai believes in this group. Yeah, he thinks down and down. If if we get into the playoffs and we're sixth or seventh or or whatever eighth, we have a chance. Yeah, it was a supportive move. Both of those 100%, guys, hundred percent. We have a chance. Yeah, uh, Gary Trent Jr. nineteen points off the bench. That was very nice, wasn't it? I I would say so. I mean, it was much needed. I thought he came in and didn't didn't start the game. He's been in and out of the starting lineup, and it doesn't matter. Gary, listen, Gary Trent is about buckets. That's what he comes in there and does. I'm shocked. Like if he gets one or two assists in a game, I'm I'm pretty surprised because when he gets the ball, he's looking to score. Yeah, and. That's what he gets paid to do, put the ball in the rim, and that's his job. And I, I think he, tonight is, an, is, you know, is another example of him doing it well. And, you know, like Jonesy said, struggled in Cleveland, didn't have the best game there, right. and is able to wash that off, have a short memory, be professional, come out here, and be ready to go. And six for, you know, six for 13, five for 11 from three. I mean, he's the one who, who made the majority of the threes for the Raptors tonight, 19 points off the bench. That is what this team is looking for and that's what it needs and you can see the better he plays it's reflective in the minutes nick nurse is going to ride with those who are putting the ball in the rim you know yeah. 28 minutes tonight he he he's right up there with the starters he actually played more than Pirtle did tonight well if you're going to put the rim in in a game like this you're going to be very <laughs> noticeable gonna, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <couldn't> miss him. <laughs> right so i mean he must have been comfortable as a starter now he's off the bench and and ochua didn't have the greatest of nights didn't have a lot of minutes but but there's an adjustment there how difficult is it to go from big time minutes to sort of finding your your role it is it is it, it's it's very hard because you you in order to perform well you need time right right yeah. so you're not getting that time which means you need to do more to earn it back per se right and and when when you don't have 10 guys to play then you can afford to make more mistakes because the coach doesn't have anyone else to go to but as the raptors are now if you're in the game and you're not performing up to par and and most of the time most people would assume that that means scoring right that means yeah. rebounding or making plays there's so many other things that can keep you on the floor but if you go in the game and you play 2 3 minutes you know and you turn the ball over you know one or two times or you know you miss a rotation more than likely you're probably coming out of the game and yeah. and and unfortunately now that lessens your leash and your confidence starts to wither away and it's it's no different i've seen this i've seen this movie a thousand times it happens with everybody it's now up to precious to say okay 
I know that if I go in this game, I need to have a positive impact for me to stay on the floor because that's just the business. Right, and that's the key. It's not that's a number. It's not a number. Num- thing it's not not a number because you're playing a different game. Exactly. Yeah. I, and my it, it it just means that when I sub in the game, when I go to the scores table and I walk on the floor, the scoreboard needs to reflect me my presence on the floor. So yeah. it just me running up and down the floor, I'm affecting the game. I'm affecting the outcome of the game. So the game now needs to reflect that for me. And if the score goes up and 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 that team continues to stay solid, right? Or or stay stay, you know, where they are, right? That looks better for me because now I'm I'm affecting the outcome of the game, which is which is to win. And and as a player, that's what you want to do. And that that could be scoring, rebounding, blocking a shot. There's a variety of different ways to do it. You just need to you you need to affect the game in a positive way, and that is how you stay on the floor. Okay, but does does everybody buy into that, or or when you're achieving certain numbers and you can't, does was that sort of set you off? Or? Well, I can t- I can tell you when I was in the earlier phase of my career, I didn't understand that I was too immature, too young. No one really taught it to me. But then because I was focused on scoring, so if right. if I if I shot a ball and I missed, you know, what I mean, when I was younger, it would affect me mentally. But as you get older, you start to realize there's a multitude of ways to do it. So does everyone buy in to answer your question? Probably not. It yeah. comes with age. It comes with understanding your role on a team and trying to do that role, to, you know I mean, to the best of your ability. Well, you'd have to learn to defer. You'd have to understand that. you got to learn to adapt. Yeah, the starters are going to take care of what you were doing. That's right. And now you have a different role. That's right. So, again, a guy like Gary, he came into the game today off the bench. He affected the game positively. Now that equals 28 minutes of playing time. If 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 Precious had done so in a more different way, I mean, Precious turned the ball over two three times in the first early possession, and I saw Nick Nurse's head kind of drop. Yeah. So that is going to shorten your leash. Unfortunately, that is just the reality of this game because we are trying to win, right? So if if you come in the game, whether he was blocking shots, rebounding, like I said, getting steals, deflections, all the things that basketball people care about, you're going to play more. And yeah. if you buy into that, again, you have a championship team. You know that the stat that absolutely floors me, based on how good Chicago is, that they would turn over the ball twenty times well, for twenty-one. Su- I'm not surprised by that. No, you're not. No, and I tell you why because we 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 have a a new point guard in Patrick Beverly who's not a traditional point guard. He's not he's not going to do anything other than maybe put guys at different positions. Uh, the, the Chicago Bulls offense is pretty stagnant most of the time. I mean they they have a, a two man side. And a three-man side, whether that's DeRozan or Levine in the corner, the ball goes to Vucevic at the top of the key, and DeRozan cuts back door, and then it's a handoff and a ball screen. Pretty, you know, pretty fundamental. Nothing too complicated. You're not putting in any. You're not really putting any pressure on Toronto defensively. And as as we saw, DeRozan and 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 Levine weren't really in the best position. It's a lot of isolation, and unfortunately, it didn't really work today. So them turning the basketball over is them not really being familiar with one another. We saw the type of turnovers they had, a lot of loose balls going all, you know what I mean, all over the place, a lot of people driving. Even the last turnover, Caruso's 3 feet from the rim, oh. looking to find DeRozan. Yeah. You saw you saw what I did. Oh, I turned yeah. around. I was I saw like what 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 do you get paid to do? Like yeah. what you're you're in the game and you're 3 feet from the basket and you're giving the ball to DeRozan like that isn't So those type of turnovers, yeah, that those was, that was weird. That, <laughs> yeah. Those type of plays yeah. are e- equate to losses. When, when, when not everyone's trying to be aggressive, when not everyone's trying to contribute, you're looking for two guys to do that, you're not really going to win many basketball games. So 
I think it's a, like you know, like I said, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of different things in that recipe. But Chicago as a, as a group, this is this is kind of who they've been the last couple of years. And looking for DeRozan and Levine to try and win you basketball games, I mean, not really going to cut it. Let me throw another stat at you: offensive boards nineteen to six for the Raptors. No, nah, again, I mean, I was surprised because. The Bulls are a great defensive rebounding team. Well, not great, but above average. They're in the top ten in that category, as I said earlier. But the Raptors hustle. The Raptors yeah. know that we, we can get second and third chance points from you know rebounding. The, the last th- uh, what minute and a half of the game, Raptors had four offensive rebounds, right? And and Chicago couldn't get the ball. So I, I'm I'm not surprised by that because we, they uh, I think this team right now. They all want to like. There's there's no clear cut start other than Siakam. I think we all know Siakam's going to play, but yeah. I think everyone else on this team is hungry for minutes. And if you play with a certain level of desperation, you know, like one of the things my old coach used to say is that you got to play desperate. So if I'm Precious, I'm Chris, I'm any of these guys, I'm playing the game ex- like essentially as desperate as possible. So if there's a ball in the air and I'm I'm going to go get it. That's, you know, like, that is my mentality. And, and we saw that. We saw the desperation today from the Raptors and not so much from the Bulls. I mean, they, they couldn't grab a rebound to save their life. Well, I mean, you know, with the game on the line in the fourth quarter, you saw the Raptors really up their physical game. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And all of them, not just and one. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, that was and, fun to watch. But that's what it takes to win. Yeah. Well, and that's what they did. So this is an important win. They uh, go on Thursday. They're they're on to Washington. This is a, a kind of a weirdo road trip. I mean, one game at home and onto the road. Yeah. So and uh, we have got uh, they're out west. Just trying to find my schedule. So two in Washington is what they have. Oh, okay. Yes. Which is a uh, kind of a weird thing, but that, not the first time that's happened. And then on to Denver, L.A. Uh, against the uh, Clippers, and then the Lakers, and then. Uh, back home against Denver. So, I mean, you know, it's not easy at this time of the year. It's good they got a full complement. They have a full team and a bunch of guys, and it's going to be interesting to see what we do. I mean, Washington's no – they're no slouch either. I think that's going to be a pretty good game for the Raptors to win. Like, I, as we all know, it's hard to beat the same team twice. So Yeah. Uh, we'll, and it's in Washington, so we'll see what they do. That's why they signed Barton. That's why they signed <laughs> – I know, it's true. You, Pirtle and Barton are going to make a difference. Thursday happens to be my mother's birthday, so if you're listening, oh. happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. That's right. That's right. Did yeah. you buy the nice gift? Of course. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With your, with, with, with your money. <laughs> right. I wonder where my card went. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a nice gift. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, what did you make of Scotty's game tonight? Terrific. Terrific. I think um, he did – a little bit of everything, and I don't even need to look at the stats to see that. He was everywhere, just blocking shots, even the ones that didn't count. I think the the number one play that I saw that I loved the most is that usually at the end of a basketball game, guys don't really go for rebounds. Scotty goes and says, nah, I don't care. I'm going to get this put back dunk <laughs> yeah. with seven seconds left in the game just to, know, just, to, just to let you guys know that you guys lost. You know, So um, I thought he did literally – everything for this team tonight he was everywhere and again that's what it takes to win six for 13 two for four from three seven no not excuse me not 17 points i'm reading the wrong the wrong stat here four for 11 so not the best 11 points but eight rebounds four assists and again the deflections the fact that he was willing to take on different guys at one point he was guarding vucevic guard levine guarded derozan he's everywhere and 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 to to have that type of energy to do that, even at the even even the last play of the game, right? You know, it was a goaltend. He blocked. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Beverly at the end of the game. 
he's not giving up on any play until no. the until the clock says zero. He's playing, and uh, for a young guy to do that, it sets the tone and, and lets everyone else know that they can't you know they can't take any possessions off. Well, the rebounding we talked about the nineteen offensive boards, twenty eight defensive boards, forty seven. Overall, and you yeah. look at the box score. I mean, uh, the only person that didn't get a rebound was was Will Barton because he was only in for, <laughs> for four, four minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. everybody else played. was there. That's right. Yeah, that's a full rounded effort, isn't it? Yeah, you got Siakam at eight, OG at eight, Barnes eight, Pirtle. You got your seven footer only with three. That should tell you something. That means everyone else yeah. is getting in there just as much. Pirtle couldn't get a rebound today, so yeah. you know even Van Fleet at, at his all six foot one or whatever he is shooting the ball poorly tonight. Nine assists, six rebounds. So your smallest guy's getting in there. You really don't have an excuse. I personally would hate it if a if a point guard were out rebound me in a game because <laughs> the coach looks at the stat sheet and says, "How does this? How does this guy, the smallest guy on the floor, get six six yeah. rebounds and you have three? Yeah, oh, <laughs> you, you know? could you could have a real fun bit with that. Of course, of course. Of course. At, are these numbers right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'd be like, Coach, I scored twenty. Like, what do you you know? <laughs> That's why I wasn't rebounding. Uh, better be the right coach you yeah, say that too. I know, I know. No, I wouldn't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Uh Thad Young, seventeen minutes off the bench. I mean everybody made a contribution. You wanted a bit more out of some off the bench, but it didn't really matter. They they, they didn't have any trouble with this one. No, not at all. I mean I, like I said, grind out game earlier but I don't doesn't it doesn't matter. I think the effort was there, the performance was there, and everyone basically played under 35 minutes, which is which is again, it's yeah. going to be a real luxury moving down the stretches. That some of these teams are going to be, you know, more worn out, right? And yeah. it's going to be that that extra two steps or that extra you know extra play, extra deflection, extra offensive rebound. That's you know what I mean, going to be the difference between wins and losses now. Well, and when you talk about overplaying, that was the first half oh, of yeah. the season for yeah, the Raptors. Yeah. All those guys close to 40 minutes. You know what? I just, I'm just i feeling so good about this. I'm going to give you the rest of the night Man, off. You were, has anyone told you that you're really generous? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the first. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Thanks, Warren. Appreciate it. Anytime, man. Uh, final score, 104-98 Raptors over the Bulls. This is Raptors game night on TSN 1050. Raptors game night live from Scotiabank Arena. 104-98, the final score for the Raptors as they are now just one game under 500. Impressive performance tonight from the team. Pascal had 20 points. Gary Trent Jr. off the bench had 19. And it was just a hard-fought, really tight ball game where the Raptors just stood up and took it when they had to. We're going to resume the Raptors story on Saturday, the second of their two games in Washington. Pre-game show on TSN 1050, 4.30 Saturday afternoon. And our next stop is resuming our Maple Leaf story. That'll be Thursday night as the Leafs are in Calgary. And we'll be on the air at 8.30 with the pre-game show on that particular night as the Leafs wheeling and dealing and the Raptors winning. Nice stories for both our teams. There's no question about that. Thanks for joining us in Raptors game night on TSN 1050.